Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road, and we're excited. I got my partner, Daryl Spicer, with me, and he's excited too. I'm excited because we're going to bring trailer trucking to the radio. We're a couple old trailer truckers, and our ministry is to the driver. But you know, that's the way it started, but all of a sudden we figured it out. It's not a truck driving ministry, it's a whosoever ministry. So we're going to hopefully enlighten you a little bit about the trucking industry, but more importantly, we want to bring Jesus to the drivers out there on the road and to you. So come right along with us in the cab for Church on the Road. up I'm driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day This is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, and the road is my life. The road is Daryl Spicer's life. He's right here with me, and we are in the cab with you. Yes, and we're also in the cab with this driver, letting us ride along with him. And I'm telling you, Gary, since you and I have driven, look at all these buttons in this thing. There's one button here that says spare. You reckon that's for a spare tire? <laughs> that may be. I don't know. Well, I, I know one thing. 
you see the color on that CB radio. They're colored now, and some of them change colors. They go from green to red to blue. Gary, I think we need to get back to trucking. Uh, not. Not? <laughs> this is as close to a truck I want to get That's right it. here. We'll let this driver do all the double clutching and getting out there talking on that big meat hauling radio. There you go, yeah. Here's here's the part of trucking I like, Daryl. What's that? Getting in the cab with these drivers and listening to a song by a good friend of ours by the name of Joe Arview. Joe Arview is an awesome singer, awesome guitar player, songwriter. He's got it all. He's got all the talent. That's why Gary and I don't have any. <laughs> Amen. So here's a song by Joe Arview called He Looked Beyond My Faults. Amazing grace shall always be my song of praise. For it was grace that brought my liberty. I do not know just why. He came to love me so He looked beyond My fault and saw my need I shall forever lift my eyes to Come 
friends, that's Joe Arview. I know you enjoyed that. Joe is a good friend of ours from West Frankfort, Illinois. And we've got another guy from West Frankfort on our program today. His name is Mike Atkins. And I tell you what, I've met some characters since I met you, Gary Rayburn. And Mike Atkins is one of them. And so is Joe Arview. And there's a list of them. But these are men and women of God that just love the Lord and love sharing their talents with the radio world and everyone that's out there. And Mike Atkins, you could use the word entertainer, but that's not really the word for Mike. Mike is a man of God that just loves to share the talents that God has given him. Mike is going to share his testimony on today's program, and Mike's going to do it in a very unique way. Because he's a unique individual. (laughs) Yes, he is. But Mike is going to share his testimony in song. And here is Mike Atkins. One of the things I'm hoping for that will happen tonight is if you've been searching in your life, and I guess we all go through a search at some time or other in our life, I'm praying that what you hear tonight will bring you to the end of your search and you will find the answer for your life. And the answer, as you'll hear, is the Lord Jesus. The other thing I'm hoping that will happen tonight, I'm hoping tonight that if you're born again already, whether you're in this service or listening by radio or whatever else, and you have had desires of your heart that haven't been fulfilled yet, I want to remind you of Psalm 37:4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The first song I ever remember singing in my life in front of anybody other than my brothers and sisters or my mom and dad was at church on a Wednesday night. I was so scared that night I wouldn't even get up on the platform. First grade. I thought I was extremely ugly physically and I wouldn't even look at the people. So I just looked down at the floor, standing right down in the altar area, and I sang, The old tomcat was feeling fine when he fell in a barrel of turpentine. He was moving on. He'll soon be gone. He split a stitch when he hit the ditch. He was moving on. I'd heard that on the Grand Ole Opry. And I glanced real quickly just one time to see if they liked it okay, and they were smiling. So I thought they like it. That gave me the courage to do the last verse. The old tomcat got awful clean when he fell into the washing machine. He was moving on. He'll soon be gone. He couldn't straddle that doggone paddle. He was moving on. My first song in public. <laughs> After church, I want to note something I think is important. Not one person criticized me. A lot of ladies came around, older ladies, and they'd pat me on the back as I was going down the aisle and leaving the church, and they'd say, Mikey, you keep singing for Jesus. (laughs) Thank God for that encouragement at a critical time. It was probably my mom on the way home. 
I can't remember that part for sure, but it was probably her that suggested I learn a church song <laughs> the next time I was going to sing in church. But I love Fridays at the grade school because on Friday, instead of doing our normal lessons, you know how you like a break at school sometimes, on Friday afternoon we could sing if you wanted to. Anybody that wanted to could get up in front of the whole school. This little grade school out in the country, 32 students, one teacher, one room, eight grades. And we could stand up and sing. And I remember one of my favorite songs I'd sing. Have you ever passed the corner of Fourth and Grand? There's a little ball of rhythm at a shoe shine stand. People gather around and they clap with their hands. He's a great big bundle of joy. He pops a boogie boogie rag, Chattanooga shoe shine boy. You remember that song? <laughs> Tells me how old some of you are. <laughs> and then my dad would take us in the car. About once a year, we'd go on vacation. Now, vacation, we couldn't stay in hotels because we had such a large family. And really, there weren't that many motels around in those days. We'd go stay at a relative's in Alabama. We had nine, my mom and dad had nine kids. I'm one of nine. The only time and the only reason we were so poor, the only reason we would go to Kentucky Fried Chicken would be to lick other people's fingers. I mean, this is, this is a poor family. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't quite that bad, but anyway, in the car, my dad, who loved to sing, would teach us songs. You know something I think across America, we've sort of lost something as families. I've noticed something. Families that sing together stay together too. He teaches songs like, I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before. First is the sunshine, the second is the rain, third is the roses that bloom in the lane. There's no need explaining the one remaining. It's somebody I adore. I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before. And I'll repeat it, that I overlooked before. I love that part where they say, and I'll repeat it, I, I overlooked before. You remember that song? Sing it with me, will you? I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I First is the sunshine, the second is the rain, third is the roses that bloom in the lane. There's no need explaining the one remaining, it's somebody I adore. I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before, and I'll repeat it that I overlooked before. Oh, you all did a good job. You know that song. And then my dad loved to teach us this song. Said the monkey to the chimp. Said the chimpy to the monkey. All night long they chattered away. All day long they was happy and gay. Singing and swinging in a honky Talky way, abadabadabadabadabadab said chimp, my loves but you. Abadabadab and monkey talk me, monkey love you too. So the big baboon one night in June, he married her, and very soon they went upon an abadabah honeymoon. 
<laughs> then on Saturday night, we'd have to get our baths <laughs> for church the next day. Mom would hang a couple of sheets or blankets behind the old stove in the living room, one tub full of hot water you tried to get in there first if you were one of nine children. And on the radio, Dad would play the Grand Ole Opry. Now way up here in Illinois, in those years, on the radio, it would fade in and out. You hoped it would come in clear while one of your favorite singers were on. And I remember songs like uh, Bill Monroe. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine down upon the one I love. Oh, blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining Shining down on the one that's gone and left me Or whatever the words were And I love to hear Red Foley sing uh, Well, I'm tired, I'm so weary But I must go along Till the Lord comes and calls me Calls me away. They'd always have this kind of a song at the end of the program so you'd feel good about yourself. Oh, the morning so bright And the Lamb is the light And the night, night is as black Black as the sea Oh yes, sing it with me. Hope there will be peace In the valley for me someday there will be peace in the valley for me oh lord i pray and there'll be no sadness no sorrow no trouble trouble will i see there will be in the valley for me. That was Saturday night listening to the Grand Ole Opry. Then on Sunday morning, I'd wake up and I'd tell you how I'd know it was Sunday. A couple of things. It was so cold in my bedroom, I'd have the blanket up close to my nose. Didn't want to stick my nose out from under the blanket because the stove was in the living room. And I could smell biscuits. Homemade biscuits, lost art in America. Homemade biscuits and gravy and sausage. And my mom sure could cook. This was back in the days before cholesterol. I heard one fellow said, if we had had it, we'd have fried it. But the other thing that made me know it was Sunday was I could hear the music on the radio. The music on the radio. Sunday meeting time Back home where I was born T'was a happy time Every Sunday morn I remember well The songs they used to sing and how they'd make the rafters ring. T'was there I learned to pray 
when I was just a kid. Now I'm far away, and I'm so glad I did. Someday I'm going back to hear the church bells chime on Sunday morning. Me, And then another group on the radio sang, I'm working on the building, it's a true foundation. I'm hoping that the blood stain, banner for my Lord. I'm never getting tired, no tired of working on the building. I'm going up to heaven, oh Lord, to get my reward. And then we'd leave for church. On the way to church on that same radio station, we'd hear them singing, how about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts today. And I'd feel kind of funny inside when I'd hear those words. I'd think about them. Is it steeped by sin? Or does Christ dwell within? Would you let Christ in to stay? And then at church they'd tell us to get the hymn books and you know what we'd sing. It was a Pentecostal church in this little church where I was raised. This was back in the days when you couldn't be pretty and be Pentecostal. And we'd sing some glad morning when this life is over. I fly out. Sound like you were in that church. To a land on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. I'll fly away. Oh, glory. I'll fly away. When I rise, hallelujah, by and by. I'll fly away. And thank God for that church. Thank God for the churches in America. Thank God you can still hear Bible stories like I heard when I was a little boy. But something began to happen about that time in my life. My older sister Judy, just a little older than me, had become a teenager. You leave earth. I've decided when you become a teenager for a while. You go to what I call Planet Teenager. And you stay there a few years until you need a job. Then you come back, cut your hair, take your earring off, and go to work. But my sister Judy started listening to the radio. It wasn't church music. It wasn't gospel music. It wasn't even country music. It was a new music that was starting to be played across the land. It was a music that the kids were talking about. Songs like, Earth Angel, Earth Angel, Will you be mine, my darling dear? I love you all the time. I was a fool, a fool in love. Branson, Missouri, eat your heart out. And then they had uh, this song. 
Shaboom, shaboom. Dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da, shaboom, shaboom. Dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da, shaboom, shaboom. Dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da. Wait a minute, Steve. Wait just a minute. I want to hear these people do those dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da-da. That's not easy to do. All right, let's hear you loud and clear. Shaboom, shaboom. Dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da-da, shaboom, shaboom. Dee-da-da-da-da, dee-da-da-da-da, shaboom, shaboom. You know, I want to say just a word here at this point. God has given creation so many wonderful gifts. One of those gifts is music. I recognized years ago that music gives entrance into people's hearts, mine and yours. And the enemy, and you do have an enemy, you know, he loves to take any gift from God and try to abuse it or pervert it, or distort it. And if he can lure you with alcohol, or drugs, or music, he'll try hard. And I began to be drawn more and more towards those type songs. I remember I had some favorites. Jackie Wilson had a song called Lonely Teardrops. It went like this. My heart is crying, crying, lonely teardrops. My pillow's never dry, lonely teardrops. Because it's oh, 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 Just say you will, say you will, say you will. Come on now, say you will. All of Jackie Wilson, Lonely Tears. And then Liberty Valance came to town through a singer called Gene Pitney. When Liberty Valance came to town, the women folk would hide, did hide. Liberty Valance came to town The men would step aside Cause the point of a gun was the only law Liberty understood When it came to shooting straight and fast He was mighty good And then everybody started talking about it in high school Buddy Holly and his song, Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue, oh how my heart yearns for you, oh, Peggy, my Peggy Sue, oh well I love you gal, and I want you Peggy Sue, I love that, and then I love his other song, every day, it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster, love like yours will surely my way, hey, 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 every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. But I had a problem. My mom kept praying for me. I was getting more and more and more into this popular new music. But my mom would pray real loud at night. I could hear her. I was in my bedroom. She was in the other bedroom with Dad, and I'd hear her. She'd get down beside the bed, and she'd pray for each one of her children. And she'd pray for me. And it'd make me feel kind of funny when she prayed for me. I said, I'm not trying to do anything wrong to myself. I just, I just starting to notice girls and this kind of music. 
And at first I thought, maybe I shouldn't listen, but then, then I heard this song. You are my special angel, wild, wild, sent from above. The Lord looked down on me, and he sent an angel to love. And my heart was gone again. And then it happened. I saw one day at the high school a notice on the bulletin board. It said, anybody in the high school, even freshmen like me, it was my first year, even freshmen could try out for a variety program they were going to have at the high school. And it would be held in the auditorium in front of the entire student body. 750 kids in one place. My age. Half of them. Almost half of them girls. I went home that night, I sat around the table with my eight brothers and sisters, my mom and dad. I had a problem facing me that night right across the table where my two older twin brothers, they were seniors at that high school and I was a freshman. I waited till the end of the meal and finally I got up enough courage and I said, Daddy, they're going to have a variety program at the high school and they said even freshmen could audition for it. And I'd sure like to try out for that program, Daddy. And my brothers began to plead with my dad. Oh, Dad, please don't let him go on there. He'll ruin our reputation. We've been here four years. He'll be a laughingstock. We'll be a joke in that school. Daddy, you can't let him do that. And I don't know what made my dad decide to do it. But he thought about it for a long moment, looking at us, and then he said, no, if he wants to try out, he can try out. Boy, I couldn't wait till I could get out to the garage to practice. The garage didn't have a door on the front of it. It was my Carnegie Hall. It wasn't a garage anymore to me. It was, it was the Ed Sullivan Show. I thought, now what can I do on that variety program? And I worked up a little skit. I could do different singers like Fats Domino. I couldn't play the piano, but I could act like it. And I'd sing, ah. Uh, Found my thrill Oh, on blueberry On blueberry When I found you And then, my favorites. Not only could they sing with harmony, they did movements, the platters. Out there in my dad's garage, I'd try to sound like them. Only you can make this change in me. Oh, oh, I even learned the background music. Only you, you are my destiny. Only you and you alone. I'll tell you what, let's do that other platter song because there was nothing like this one when you were out at the lake with your girlfriend and the light was shimmering across the, the water. Your dad finally loaned you the car. You'd cleaned it up the whole day. Now you were sitting by her and you sort of let your arm float out there behind her. You didn't dare quite touch her because she might make you take your arm down think you were forward. 
After a while, your arm had been out there so long, it would begin to cramp and hurt. But you wouldn't pull it back. You put up with the pain because you didn't want to lose the ground that you'd gained. And about that time, on the radio, the platters would sing, They asked me how I knew my career was through. replied something here inside cannot be denied would you do the do wah wah do wah wah and then a miracle happened I made the tryouts I couldn't believe it I was so excited I couldn't even think I went home and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced out in that garage one night I was getting ready to leave the house do my favorite thing, go uptown, lead on parking meters. <laughs> Had on my black t-shirt, Levi's, no belt. So much oil in my hair, I heard a man say once, wonder if he wants a haircut or an oil change. <laughs> Looked in the living room, my dad was watching that old black and white TV. I thought, what's he watching and who is that? And for the first time in my life, I saw him. He had his collar up. I decided he's got to go in the variety program skit. And when he sang, he shook. And he had his lip up. And he looked mysterious and dangerous. I went in the bathroom in the mirror, I practiced looking mysterious and dangerous. I'd walk that way all the way to school, wouldn't let my face change expression. I didn't want anybody to catch me when I wasn't looking mysterious and dangerous. But out in that garage, I thought, how did he get his leg to shake like that? I couldn't get my leg to do anything. I worked with it, but but I'd never shook when I sang. That, that one leg, I, I thought, how do you do that and keep your lip up at the same time? It took about two weeks my lip to stay up and do my leg but he did both legs time was running out before the variety program I only had a few days left and finally I could do both legs and I worked my knee in like that I'd lower my voice pull my hair down try to look mysterious and dangerous sing I don't know what I can't be found Sitting home all along You can't come around Please, please telephone Don't be cruel To a heart is true Wait a minute, Steve, wait a minute I just happened to think What if somebody walked in this church right now at this terrible moment <laughs> with their wife they'd say come on Mildred let's get out of here this isn't church but hang on it gets better I'm just telling you I'm just trying to tell you the extent that a person will go to when they're on a search and I was searching the day of the variety program came got to high school
I couldn't even swallow. I couldn't think of my name. I was behind the curtain, and I heard him introduce me. I couldn't find the opening in the curtain. <laughs> Finally, I found it, and I bounced out there into my shock. Every light in the place was out, and there was a spotlight in my eyes blinding me. And I couldn't even remember anything. All I knew was I had two twin brothers seated right down there in front of me. Probably praying harder than they'd ever prayed in their entire life. And all of a sudden it came to me, the skit. And I began to do the different singers. And the kids screamed and they clapped. And they gave me a five minute standing ovation. A teacher came. A teacher came and get me, to get me and he said, you've got to go back out there and calm them down. They're going to riot. Now let me tell you, that's pretty heady stuff for a freshman in high school. I went home that night and I thought about it. I couldn't wait for school the next day. I took as long as I could between classes, walking down the hall, twin brother on each side introducing me to all their friends. <laughs> and now girls were waving at me and speaking to me that never had before. I thought, wow, I must have got handsome in one night. I didn't even have to keep my lip up. I could relax a little bit, but not completely. Because when you're trying it on your own, you become an actor. And it's so tiring. When you're trying to act so you can be loved. See, that's what I was looking for the whole time. For love. My senior year, we graduated. We left town. Most of my friends to work, to go to the military, go to school, and all of a sudden all the popularity was gone. And I hate to tell you this last part, I, searching for love so desperately I began to go sing in nightclubs and in bars and old roadhouses where they'd pay you $20 to sing for two hours and do all those imitations that I'd learned looking for love. I will tell you something, if you've thought about going there to look for love in your search, you won't find it there. The answer is not in alcohol. Don't turn to it as a substitute. I know you have a need. I know there are many people who are hurting and searching, and I certainly was. And then one day, a gospel quartet asked me to come and sing with them near where I lived and we were singing Amazing Grace. I hadn't committed my life to Jesus yet, even though my mother was still praying. But something happened that day in that little country church. We sang the first verse, and on the second verse, they let me step forward and sing the lead myself. I've sang that song all my life. I guess you have too. I've heard it in church growing up all my life. But somehow those words to that second verse struck my heart so deeply as if I'd never heard them before. They went like this. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. That same grace my fears relieved and that remarkable how precious did that same grace 
appear the hour I first believe and in the quietness of that little country church people begin to weep and I fought back tears myself so I could finish the song with the rest of the group something happened I experienced something that day it was the literal presence of God's Spirit that came into that church and for a moment I looked back over my life and I thought could it be that that interest that I've always had in music oh one person might like sports somebody else might like politics or something else my big interest music could it be that God in his providence loves you so much and has such a plan for your life that he would equip you without you even knowing what he was doing for his purpose and then one day allow you to find it. it wasn't long after that Baptists began to witness to me everywhere I went I ran into Baptists at the grocery store at the ballpark at work at the filling station they'd hand me those little four spiritual laws I'll tell you about Baptist if you don't know about them if it moves they'll witness to it and thank God they witnessed to me a lost little Pentecostal boy who was on a search they told me that Jesus loved me so much that he had a plan for my life if I'd take my hands off he would put his hands on and one day at a time, he would begin to direct my life. I'd met my wife by that time. We married and began to have our children. And we began to go to church on a steady basis. We began to fellowship with other believers. We began to learn more about God's Word. And I can tell you it's His Word more than any other one thing that I could tell you tonight that has turned our lives around and I believe will turn your life around. If you'll read it, Ask Him to reveal it to you and believe what He shows you. And then one night at church, He said these words to me through the Holy Spirit. Here's what He made known to me in thought. He said, stop striving. Stop trying to be a success in music. Stop trying to be a recording artist. Stop trying to write songs. And I thought, wow, God, that's everything I tried to do because I thought I had to do that to be loved. I thought I've got to do that if I'm ever going to have anything good in life. He said, I am the vine, and you are the branch. And if you will just abide in me, and let my words abide in you, he said, I will cause you to bear much fruit, for you can do nothing without me. He said, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and they will mount up with wings as eagles. Someone told me eagles fly higher than any other species known to man. And he was saying that will only happen when you take your hands off and allow me to put my hands on your life. So I began to wait on God for the first time in my life. I learned that I worshiped him while I waited on him with my actions, as well as when we'd worship him with our lips at church. And so I waited. And seven months later, he began to speak to me his songs. His songs. He gave me a song called What's Wrong With My Children. 
Why won't they praise me? A few nights later, Elvis Presley died in Memphis, Tennessee, in his home. That very night, the Holy Spirit gave me words to a song called, Be at Peace, My Child. He said, I am aware of you. Though trouble may seem too much to bear, be at peace, my child. For I am God, the creator of the universe. Place your trust in me, and then be at peace, my child. And I begin to live at peace for the first time in my entire life, in my entire existence. And it was wonderful. Then one night at my dining room table, he gave me a song. I prayed this simple prayer. I said, Lord, I'm a terrible songwriter. I just don't know how to write songs very well. My songs are so poor, God, they bore me. And I've learned as I read your word that you have to be the greatest everything in the universe. You have to be the greatest songwriter. So I'm going to seek you for a song. I pray with all my heart, Lord. Give me your words so that I might praise you for who you are. And the prayer had barely left my lips and he said these words. Praise, comma, praise. Praise to the one who sent us his son. And he gave me this song. Praise, we praise, 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 praise to the one, to you, Lord, who sent us your Son. We praise, we praise, praise, Lord, we praise, we're in name above you, no one above you, Lord, blessed be your name, you're the God of Jacob, and you're the shepherd of all Israel, presence I didn't have to be an actor I could feel his love and I knew he loved all his creation from my heart I could sing praise to the one who sent us his son we praise 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 Lord in one accord, we praise you, our Lord, and may all glory and all honor and all power. 
You're the same God of Abraham And you're faithful And oh yes, you're true Holy Lord Holy are you Yes, you are, Lord Holy and faithful Faithful are you You're the son of righteousness. You're the lamb who was slain. You're the lily of every valley. You're my bright and morning star. You're the beginning and you're the end. And you're the everlasting father. And you're the God, God of all you are our healer you are the king of kings you are our deliverer and oh you're our friend and you are that sweet rose of Sharon and you're all love and you have all power and oh you're merciful Lord but mighty and you're the redeemer of all men Kind, and you're the lion, the lion of Judah, and the ruler of this whole universe. And you are the most high Messiah. You are our soon coming, soon coming King. one of the most powerful songs that you'll ever hear, Adoration. That song was number one for over a year when Mike wrote that and came out with it. It's so anointed, and Mike is so anointed. And this message that he had, the search. You know, every person out there is searching for something. Most people don't even know what they're searching for. But we have the answer, Darrell. Yes, we do, Gary. You know, we have these battles inside our mind and in our spirit. And sometimes we have battles with our families, our spouse, our children. We're angry, we're mad, and we're searching for peace. And peace comes when you have peace with your maker and when you seek after him. And that's what this whole message is about today. You need to be searching, but you need to be searching for Jesus. He loves you. He wants you to come to Him and make peace with Him and give your heart to Him. Just ask Him, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. 
I know that you're my Savior, and I want to serve you. It doesn't get any easier than that. That's right, Daryl. The secret to the sinner's prayer, if you want to call it that or whatever you call it, is uh, coming from your heart. It's not the words that you say. It's a condition of your heart. If you cry out from your heart, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins, save me. Whatever the words you want to use, if it's from your heart, that's when God hears your cries. And when he hears your cries, that's when he moves in your direction. And he reaches down and picks you up out of that mari clay. And he sets your feet upon that solid rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ. And when you do that, immediately it happens. When you completely, completely give control of your life to the Lord, it happens. It happened to Gary immediately. It happened to me immediately. Drivers, the weight of the world fell off my shoulders. Now, was it weight I put on there? Yeah. Was it weight someone else put on there? Yes. It was the weight of the world. You don't have to do that anymore. So when you cry out to Jesus, come into my life, forgive me of my sins, and you mean it from your heart, your spirit will change completely change these two men sitting here talking to you we're not the same men we were before we met jesus trust us we're not there's no secret pill no magic potion and our wives will tell you that <laughs> we have changed and they're proud of us for that and you need to be proud of yourself if you just said that prayer and give us a call you can give me a call at 618-383 2107. And this is Chaplain Darrell Spicer. You can give me a call at 615-663-3199. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear what God has already done for you. And drivers, my friend Gary Rayburn has a song and testimony called At the Foot of the Tree that Dennis McKay uh, recorded for Gary and did an awesome job. And just like Gary Rayburn, if you said that prayer, then you've got a testimony. So let's go to the foot of the tree. At the crossroads of life, lost without hope. Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name this chance would it be my last then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart from down on my knees today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross broken hearted and lonesome so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree